0: Is trisha here?
1: I'm here. Can you oh, hear me? Yeah, I yep. can
0: hear you now. Okay. okay. I just didn't hear you before and I wanted to make sure you were with us.
1: I am with you. I had mm-hmm.
0: to put down my book. You had to put what? Put down my book. Ah. I was going to read my book while I was washing eggs, but I thought I better read my chapters instead. So, that's what book I did.
1: Book. Um, I got a Frank Lloyd Wright book. I'm oh. I'm a very I'm a very big geek of Frank Lloyd Wright. And oh. uh, I I got a new job and I put my two weeks notice in. I know I got another one. <laughs> <laughs> and I um and I got uh, a guy that I I've worked with, he knows I'm a Frank Lloyd Wright geek and he went to like a half price bookstore and found found this and it's a big book and has beautiful pictures of all his stuff and I was sitting there just looking at it and trying to
0: touch nice. it. Nice. Yeah. Fun. So you found another new job? Yes, I did. You think this one's going to be better?
1: Oh, God, yes, it has to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Aw.
1: It's not that this job is bad that I'm working at. Okay, yeah, it's bad. I'm no spring chicken, but I am the uh, one of the youngest, or the youngest one there.
0: Mm-hmm. That's tough.
1: It is tough, and usually with my job, I'm allowed to wear headphones, and I can listen to anything I want, like books or or anything like that. Well, at this place, I'm not allowed to wear headphones at all. Yeah, that would be mm-hmm. really hard. It is, and I call I call these two guys, and it's an open office.
2: Mm-hmm. I what do you mean? These,
1: um, the cubicles. I don't have like a full cubicle where, like, yeah. even though I'm sitting down, I can see everybody.
3: Oh, oh, oh! You mean like the the top or the front part yes. isn't as high? Okay, okay.
1: No, nothing is high at all. <laughs> oh, it does. It doesn't have a. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I can see everybody. Everybody can see me, kind of thing.
0: So you mm-hmm. can't sneak the headphones because everybody can watch you.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Well, uh, my girlfriend has um, gave me like a Bluetooth, and mm-hmm. so I'm a oh, girl, yeah. and I have long hair. I can sneak it. But it it's it is but the thing is like I said I have these two guys behind me I call them the Muppets, <laughs>
4: <laughs> Stadler and Waldorf.
1: Yeah, they are. They're two old guys, and they sit there and they not harass, but it's just the one guy is not bad. He he makes me laugh, he, but the other guy, I mean, I I hear him burp, I hear him chewing, I hear him just. Bitching and complaining the whole entire time. I'm ready to stab my eyes out with s- spoons. Oh dear. Mm. Yeah, or just like, g- or gouge my ears out. Something just to make him shut up. <laughs> like he talks to himself constantly.
0: Mm. Mm. Is that that's annoying? I should stop doing that. Is so that what you're telling me?
1: No, not When, I'm, but the thing is, when I'm sitting, I mean, it's when you're having a conversation with me. That's fine. But the thing is, I mean, I understand. I talk to myself, too. But the thing is, I wish I had headphones so I could just drown it out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they have not been keeping me busy either. So I've been sitting there just twiddling my thumbs today. Oh, that's uh, hard. Oh, it is. And today is the first day out of the two months that I have been there. They actually kept me busy all day. I'm like, (laughs) oh, you mean I have to quit for you to keep me busy? Oh, that's too bad. It was horrible. So I'm just like, whatever. And the guy that gave me the book, I'm helping him out. And he's like looking at me and goes, I'm so sorry. He goes, this is supposed to be your last week. You're not supposed to do anything. <laughs> I looked at him I'm like, I'm making up for the last two months. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny.
4: Oh, boy. Well, hopefully your newer job will be more fun. Did you make yeah. sure you could wear headphones before you hired on? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can, wear jeans all, I can wear jeans every day now. Yep, point. sounds like my job. And I'm
3: like, mm-hmm.
1: yay! I mean, don't get yep. me wrong, dressing up, but I really miss having Jean Day Friday. Mm hmm. Yeah. Never thought I would miss it that much. And I'm like, oh my God, I gotta wear another freaking dress. I know. No, if
3: <laughs> can I could work get for away the country with station.
4: it. If... Jeans are part of the uniform.
3: I <laughs> know. Yeah, no, if I could get away with it, I'd wear pajamas to work. I get to do that every yeah. once in a while. We, we schedule pajama days in. Oh, fun.
4: I don't quite get to do that. They did come and talk to me. I think it was in the first week I was there three years ago that I wore one of my sweatpants to work. And they're like, you know, you didn't know. It's not actually posted up on the board or anything, but we probably shouldn't wear sweatpants. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) fine. (laughs) Other than that, they don't really care. As long as as you're not, like, obviously being a slob, uh, you can wear whatever unless the... Uh, People from head office are coming, and then you wear a nicer shirt, and that's about it. Um,
0: Yeah. I have been called for jury duty on August 4th, and it says, dress appropriately. I'm like, exactly what is dress appropriately? (laughs) Because I have jeans and I
1: have t-shirts, and that's all I have. Well, I think it's more of, don't have, like, um...
4: Don't wear a crop top.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't have those. Don't wear something that has profanity on it, and or like naked girls or something like that on your shirt.
3: Yeah, I went in jeans and a t-shirt or something like that. Yeah, they only give you like two weeks notice. Um, I got
0: it last week, so yeah, about three weeks notice. I,
3: I thought, I thought I got a little bit more because I had to call them up or something like that and say I I've got midterms that week. There's no way I can do that. And then of course they schedule me for spring break. Mm-hmm. I was not happy.
1: No. Wait, you know what? Let me knock on wood first. Okay, I haven't been in jury duty for a while. So, hold on. I'm keep knocking just in case.
3: <laughs> well, if you are, can't you call them up and say, I've already done this once? Skip me? Yeah, you uh, can. You can it, if you've done it you, in the last year. It's been okay. a few. Uh-huh.
4: I don't and... think I've ever had to. I don't know if our system runs that way.
3: Lucky you, because they tax jury duty pay. And you get paid like 10 bucks a day. $10, yeah. Absurd. So I ended up coming out of it with, I went for like three days, 30 bucks, ended up getting taxed. So I came home with like $7. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's nice. I know. Well, and the plus, the problem is, you know, I can't drive. So it takes me like an hour plus each way to get there. Mm -hmm. And you're sitting around for eight hours, basically. Mm. And, you know, I was, I was. Right. It takes your entire day. And plus they were like, well, you can't bring in cell phones. And so if I had to go into jury duty and the trial went longer than the office, I could have come out of that son's phone and been like, I can't, you know, if I'd missed my bus or whatever, I could have been like, I can't go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, I'm just listen. like,
2: Ugh.
1: "Oh, I live in a... uh in a city, so it's it's downtown. So even if you decide to park, it's still over ten dollars to park. That's the other
3: thing too. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then if you take the take the bus, and it's at least seven. Oh no, it's probably about three three bucks at least to get get into the city. It's been on the wall since I rode the bus.
2: Yeah. But
1: at least one way is at least about three dollars now. Right. Ugh.
0: Yeah. Well, so- <laughs> they'll pay you mileage, but I, think I don't think it works. I mean, the they do mm-hmm,
1: they never told us that,
0: yeah, they said they'd pay me mileage. I had cool. to tell them how how far it was. I'm like i I'm like so like I know how far it is from my house to the courthouse <laughs> yeah, Google <I> know. <laughs> Google says it's nine point eight miles, so we're gonna say twenty because it's both ways, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. well, mm-hmm. if you do the i r s tax rate, which I assume they do, it's only point five seven. Per mile. So technically you weren't even getting all of that.
0: Yeah. I don't know. But um, this is this only the second time I've ever been called. And the last time I was all set to go. And it was when, we, when that flu was so rampant. Oh, yeah. And I called the lady up and I said, you know, I work at a preschool and our kids are dropping like flies. What do I do if I wake up the morning that I'm supposed to be there and I have this terrible flu? And she said well, how do you feel right now? And I said, well, I'm a little queasy, but I think I'm just, you know, because I've been cleaning up after these kids that have been sick all day. She's yeah. like, I'll excuse you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and I said, I'm said, i happy to come. And she's like, no, we don't want it. Thank you very much. <laughs> I said, okay.
4: Uh, so, uh, well, there's all sorts of circumstances for that, I guess.
0: I yeah. don't have that excuse this time. I'm off for summer, so... It it could possibly screw up my unemployment. Really? Yeah. That little?
4: I'm curious now. I'm going to have to look up our system because I don't know how juries work for us.
0: Maybe you could tell them you've got salmonella. Well, I have to. Yeah, I don't know. Because, you know, it says in the unemployment that I am willing and able to work every day. And if I have jury duty, then I can't work.
4: Yeah, but it's only
0: supposed to be three days for the month, so... You should be
1: fine. I mean, it's all within all within the law system. It should be okay. I mean, it's jury duty. It's your civic duty to do it. it right. Should- well,
3: employers are required to, like, let you have time off to do it and or pay you. I forget the exact rules on that. Yeah, they have to it's, let you so, off and some pay you. Yeah. So, I don't see why. It's not like you're being like, I'm going to go to the Bahamas tomorrow, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be interesting. I think if it's just
0: one day a week, I'm good. But if I, if it ends up being more than one day during that week, then I might have to rethink it.
1: Mm. Uh, it all depends on what kind of case you get. You can get a civil case, you can get a federal case and all the that. others. Oh, good. That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, that,
3: that's when you, like you do, like my dad didn't rig your answers so they don't pick you.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I've already got strikes against me because I'm a police officer's daughter.
1: Uh. but the thing is you're considered a child advocate too mm-hmm. what depends on the kind of case though right yeah,
3: yeah. Mm. so we'll see
2: it'll it be an like ours are
4: about the same they figure out select people randomly from the electoral register or things like that and mm-hmm. send out letters but it just hasn't happened to me
0: yeah and you know the funny thing is his mom's like i'd love to be on the jury Why don't they ever get a hold of me? And I think she even called them once and said, I would love to be on the jury. And they're like, you can do that. Well, (laughs) they said, well, we'll see what we can do. And then
3: nothing ever happened. So I don't know.
1: That's because she wants it. I know. Yeah. (laughs) I know. Yeah.
3: I went. I, this was back when I was li- living with my other house, and I hadn't changed my ID yet because my ID wasn't going to expire and I didn't expect to live there. So I get called up for jury duty, and then I'm like, oh, crap, my ID still has my old address on it. So I quick went to the AAA or whatever to change it, and lo and behold, I didn't get called anyway, and nobody needed my ID. And I was just like,
1: great, I just spent, like, 50 bucks to get my ID renewed. And- That's all right. I'm trying to get all registered for school, and... I couldn't find this. Um, they want an original birth certificate. I couldn't find it, so oh dear. I, and, and and purchased a new one. I just yeah. got today.
3: And then you found the old one.
1: Uh, I still haven't found the old one, so I'm oh. okay. Well, what makes matters worse is that I changed my license for my new address, so I can get everything set up and for him for school. Well, I did oh. that. I did it before I even got the birth certificate. I got the birth certificate first. I still haven't got my new license yet. Oh. <laughs> so i'm trying to get him registered for school and they want a, a thing a positive id uh, mm-hmm. that I actually live there i mean i got the water what about I,
3: an electrical bill
1: well i only don't i haven't even been there i haven't gone there a month yet i'm really oh. haven't been yet oh yeah okay yeah so but i went and got my i got the water turned on so i have well yeah, how can soon send do you have
0: to when does school start
1: school starts not until um, the end of August, but the thing is he wants to play football and I got to get him registered before that so he can start playing football.
0: Oh, yeah. I see. I got it. Because I was going to say our school doesn't start for another month and a half. So
1: yeah. 10 year olds play football? He's 13. Oh, and yes, they do. Yeah. He, he's 13 and he's in junior. He's junior. It'll be junior high football.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's oh, junior. High. It is through the school.
3: Yeah. So is he starting junior high then?
1: Yeah, he'll be starting junior high. Oh my. Yeah. I, I held him back a year, so he really should be going into eighth grade, but Mm. he was one of the youngest in his class.
3: Ah,
0: No, it's smart to do it that way. It really is. Yeah. Scott, how did Poofo plays go?
4: It went pretty well. I went through the next steps of my main quest for my class as a, a Jedi consular. And, um, Bob came along in front of, mostly in front, occasionally behind me and uh, killed all the things that were trying to kill me.
0: Uh, (laughs) No, that's nice.
4: Yes. Occasionally he let me fight some things and he kind of taught me a little bit more about how to actually use some of my force powers and stuff, which is good. But um, uh, mostly he's much better at it than I am, so he gets probably 70 to 80 percent of the Mm -hmm. kills. (laughs) But, yeah, well.
0: It works. Mm Mm-hmm.
4: We're trying to think of ways to kind of spice it up a little bit, maybe have little sort of Cuba-type segments where we talk about other things as we're playing so we're not just narrating the game as we go, mm-hmm. but uh, figure out how exactly that should work. Yeah. It's always fun, anyway. Cool. And he's hoping to start some other different games so different people can play and he can get the, the zombie people playing Left 4 Dead or and things like that, so...
0: That's cool. I know he really wants to get people going in it, so I hope it works out.
4: Mm-hmm. And we talked again about, you know, we could try and do Pouvoir whilst um, playing some random thing where you collect flowers or whatever and uh, don't have to do much so that technically we are playing a game and can get the stream to work. But- mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be funny. We could yeah. probably do it with the, the wow. fate thing, but... Ooh, wow is right. What happened there?
4: I don't know what went on. Trisha? Well, what, Trisha?
1: That was all garlic like on me. That's why I was uh. like, wow. I That's what I heard.
0: Oh, dear. Well, maybe we should start so we can get done, and then hopefully things will not get too crazy.
4: Yeah. We'll see how it goes.
0: There's only four of us. It shouldn't be bad. No. <laughs>
1: Going on for a while. That's just the first time I heard it do something like that.
0: Yeah. Today was only eighty-seven instead of ninety freaking nine. Oh.
1: For two days.
3: Was, oh Today was fantastic.
1: Yeah, I was here too. There was no rain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it's,
2: it's, it, it
3: been looked been like ra- rain when I got up. I was so excited. Rain. Oh. Yeah. It, uh, it's been raining every weekend for the past three weeks. It's. We've got it, trees down. I mean, we it looks like a beaver went through the park across the street. And then, wow. of course, we've got a willowed branch like that's, you know, 600 pounds leaning across the neighbor's property. So we're going to have to cut it down because we're like, it's going to fall on your roof. That would be bad.
4: We haven't been getting much rain at all. We finally got some showers today, but not all that much. Of course, one of them happened while I was driving my scooter home, but... uh, Oops. uh,
0: What were you going to say, Trisha?
1: I said it rained a little bit today, but not much. But still.
0: As I edit this, it has been raining for weeks, days, months, and we're supposed to have a really bad windstorm tomorrow. So I almost missed those 99 freaking degrees.
1: It's, it's just like, oh, the bugs, the bugs are so bad right now because of all the rain and it's like dried, it's starting to dry up and all the, I'm like getting eaten alive.
0: Oh, Uh, yeah, I got a message from my cousin yesterday saying, do you still make that bug bomb? And I said, yeah. <laughs> do you have any? And I said, yeah. And she said, can you mail it to me? And I said, sure. <laughs> so I was supposed to mail it today, but I ran out of time. I took the dog to the park and she went swimming. That was exciting. And then we cleaned out the chicken coop, just the small house. We pulled a whole bunch of weeds. We watered. We picked things. I washed 15, almost 19 dozen eggs and made ice cream and a meal. So I had a busy day and my ice cream almost turned out. (laughs) Nice. You're supposed to add the berries just as it gets hard so that it just, you know, mixes it in real fast and it doesn't do much with them. Doesn't break them up and stuff. So mom and I looked at it and I was like, well, it said 25 minutes and it's been in for 20 and we're supposed to add the berries the last five minutes. And she said, well, then you better add the berries. And I'm like, I just don't think it's quite ready. And she said, oh, it's got to be ready. I added the berries. It overflowed the tumbler and it, and it made everything liquidy again. Oh, So it was like, ah, it took <laughs> another 20 minutes to get it all together. But it tastes good. So oh, that's
2: all that matters. That's, oh,
0: that's yeah. good. It tastes good even if it doesn't freeze. It tastes really yummy. (laughs) But it'll freeze.
4: Yeah. I I have to figure out making ice cream sometime. I've seen a thing on the internet about uh, doing it with two plastic bags inside each other. Like you Mm -hmm. put the ice in the big bag and the stuff in a smaller bag or something. But I don't know that I have the right size of bags to do that.
0: You can do it in two coffee cans. That works out really well.
1: That's what I did I was younger. My, da- my dad, being the elementary school teacher, he d- he did that with his kids.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: you just roll it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth.
4: Yeah. yeah. That would require having actual coffee cans because, you know, I don't drink coffee. so
0: Yeah, that does make it a little harder. We have this it's great. Like the,
4: they have the um, instructions about putting uh, pancake batter in a ketchup bottle, and it looks like yeah. a great idea. It seems like. It would really work, except I haven't gone through my ketchup that I've had for a year and a half.
2: <laughs> yeah, so. sounds
0: like us. <laughs> yeah. You can buy plastic bottles at the store, Scott. It'd be a little bit easier.
4: <laughs> I suppose.
0: All right. Well, let's start this, because I know Trisha will want to go to bed in an hour or so. Yeah. Even and... though I don't want to
1: go to work, but I have to.
2: Yeah. mm
4: mm-hmm. They keep expecting you to keep coming back. It's a sad thing yeah. about work.
0: They're just, yeah, snotty that way. <laughs> <laughs> For Monday, March 21st, this is episode 230 of Potterfic Weekly. Welcome to the place where the story never ends.
2: Hey, Ron. The next time, yeah.
4: Previously on Potterfic Weekly.
1: Nerdy, awesome, fun. Nerdy, awesome,
4: fun. That's us, man. There's something going on. I'm not Microsoft. <laughs> I wasn't snoring, was I? How much over 11?
1: If I start snoring, let me know. French Never mind. I'm
4: not, head going, head there. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. No, we're just having adventures.
0: Yep. adventures.
4: Adventures are good. Good girl. Now drop those trousers. Stay with
2: ya. <you. laughs> Uber <laughs> oh, <we're> Evil. Sounds <laughs> like okay.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I had a
2: snort.
0: Oh shit! I snorted so much yesterday, it was unreal.
4: <laughs> same She's... Snape time, same snake channel.
0: It's all snake. Can find
1: Tricia? Wow, I'm <joking>. so <laughs> confused. I need to learn how to have a filter on
2: my mouth. Holy, Holy nice. shit! It's awesome. Uh, yes, Scott, They're there, there to talk, talk about the
4: sector. They're gonna worry about homework Aww.
2: later. <laughs> I swear, yeah. I
4: read them for the stories. <laughs> <laughs> Sex and snorkel Awkward. I'm so good on nightmares.
2: <laughs> 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 We've always laugh
4: before the end. I don't think we where the story ends.
0: Welcome to Potterfic Weekly, the flagship of the Potterfic Weekly series of podcasts. I'm Sue. I'm Scott. I'm Tricia. And I'm Mooney. And we are doing chapters 19 through 25 of A Keen Observer by Deep Down Slytherin. Ooh, a name I can do. I like this. <laughs> We're recording, right? We are recording. I will make okay. sure we are recording Skype. Yes, we are.
2: Okay.
4: Always good to check.
0: Yeah, considering that Ryan lost our podcast for last week. Oh!
4: Mm, sad. I know. That's a thing I should mention, is that um, uh, Armada came today.
0: Oh, cool.
4: And my Thrilling Adventure DVD at the same time.
0: Oh, even better. I know, when I mail Uncle Don's stuff, I'll mail Ryan and Danielle the Thrilling Adventure Hour DVD.
4: Nice. But as far as this fit goes, we are starting with chapter nineteen, Love Lessons. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's Christmas holidays, and Andromeda's in what fifth year?
0: I think so, like that, yeah.
4: And she and Bella are kind of estranged because what did we do at the end of eighteen here?
0: Was Uh, that the one with the book? Yeah, or she, um,
4: she was trying to stand up for Sirius. Mm -hmm. They were fighting. Yeah. The two of them are fighting. And then um, Ted came to uh, get her because he's a prefect and she's a prefect. And because he figured she would be better able to break it up. But uh, it didn't really work out very well.
0: No, because neither of them are people who will let go of things very well. So even with people trying to break them up, it didn't work very well. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, dog so the moon.
4: Bella can't really comprehend that there are people who don't think the way she thinks?
0: Of course not. <laughs> well, her way is the only way, don't you know?
4: Mm-hmm. It's
0: black and and so she
4: she can't quite realize. It, it's a jarring thing for her to realize that Andy doesn't feel as passionately about this stuff as she does.
3: Mm-hmm. And
4: so she's kind well, of... Sissy
3: doesn't either, really. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. but
3: Sissy will go along with anything. That's true. She's well,
4: yeah. mostly um, focused on Lucius, so... Mm-hmm. I guess not quite yet. Um, she She's noticing that um, Bella and Andy aren't getting along, and she's trying to kind of make, the, make them get, make up, but it's not really working. No. Once yeah. they go home for the holidays, it kind of gets more back to normal again, just because they don't have anything else to do. So.
0: Yeah, and Bella has decided that Andy needs a boyfriend because she's broken up with Will, and she's 15. Uh, Andy says, I'm only 15, but... According to Bella, that should be old enough. And so she's trying to come up with
4: mm-hmm. a suitable man. It's been man. four months. You obviously need a boyfriend by now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. They're, so
4: they're going through every guy at the ball mm-hmm. to try and find out who they should fix Andy up with.
2: Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: It's mm-hmm. Narcissa and Bella and Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. I can't remember. Was it Elizabeth Avery or... Um, I think so. so. Yeah, something like that. And so Narcissa suggests one fellow, and you know he's coming to some money. He's only a year out of school, but apparently he's got something salacious written about him on the, wa- the wall of the fourth floor girls' bathroom so mm-hmm. He won't do. No, we don't. We don't know what it is, but something.
2: <laughs> uh, some-
4: Oswin has had rumors go around about him and a house elf.
0: Oh yeah, no way. <laughs> Tristan Travers then. Um, don't you think he chases for the other team? Oh, yeah, maybe mm. that's not a good one. That explains
4: a few things, mm-hmm. Bella says. Hmm.
0: How about Paul Yaxley? I know you say he's a prat, but, um...
4: Lucia says he's all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Elizabeth, Elizabeth says, well, he has a girlfriend already. Eh, yeah, and he could steal him away from her. <laughs> but... <laughs> She doesn't want to do that, and she also agrees that he's a brat.
0: Apparently, the uh, Puffa curse is contagious, because Scarlet just wrote and said, I know you're podcasting, but breaking news, the Puffa curse is contagious. I have no idea what's going on, but...
4: Oh, dear. We'll have to find out okay. about that in a moment when mm-hmm. she finishes typing. Yep. And, and- uh, they go through a few more guys who just won't quite do, and eventually... They hit on um, Hadrian Davis. He's actually smart and good looking, and he's broken up with his previous girlfriend. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, kind of reasonable. He's soft spoken and doesn't really participate in the bullying and the jockeying for position and such.
1: The Slytherin, correct, too?
4: Yes. Yes. He's a Slytherin, he's a pure blood, and his mother was a Macmillan. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yep. Bella decides if Andy's not going to ask him to dance, she will.
0: And she'll tell him to dance with Andy. So Andy sneaks out. And while she's snuck out, she finds Sirius balanced precariously on the railing of the the balcony. balcony. And yeah, she's afraid precarious. that he's going to fall. And she wants she to wants know,
4: know what he's doing out there. And he says, oh, I just needed a bit of a break. Why are you ex- escaping? And she says, oh, Bella's trying to marry me off. <laughs> oh, stop laughing. It's
0: not funny. <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: What fine examples of pure blood masculinity did she offer for your consideration? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think anyone with a pulse who isn't already married is eligible. And not married is negotiable because I think she'd be willing to knock off the wife if she thought it would get me settled down to marital bliss.
3: Of course she would. Uh, oh, dear.
1: I mean, it's... Yeah. I don't know why, but I find it funny because Bellatrix always seems such a feminist in so many ways. But Mm. it is so pure blood.
0: You have to be settled down.
3: Well, that's what Joe said. I mean, her first love was Voldemort, but she did the proper thing and got hitched and all Mm -hmm. of that. Married Rodolphus.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Even though Voldemort was her one true... Her OTP. Her OTP.
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: She, yeah. Uh,
4: and she's also trying to make sure that Andy married a pureblood so that she'll stay close by.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. And look how well that turned out. Sirius tells her that. And she's like, well, you know what? He really is kind of a smart dude. He's mm-hmm. smarter Officially than we... He
4: has moments of clarity. We'll give
0: him... Uh...
4: <laughs> Credit for Mm-hmm. And he's been thinking, but he stops himself before he can tell her what about. Yeah. And Decides to go back in.
3: He doesn't quite trust her yet.
4: And then we're heading out to Diagon again with Uncle Alford. But
3: mm-hmm. this time,
4: he wants them to stay by him because things are getting a little more...
0: Yeah, and dangerous. it's actually only Andy that goes with him. Yeah. So she pouts the whole time because he won't let her go. And so they end up having dinner together.
4: Out on a patio, and yeah. they people watch, and he tells her stories. So that mm-hmm. turns out to be kind of fun. He apparently knew Augusta Longbottom;
2: mm-hmm. and
4: she was in Hogwarts around the same time that he was, and was terrible at charms.
0: Yeah, I love that story.
4: <laughs> she, yeah.
0: in one year, in her fifth year, she completely by accident. <laughs> She cast a sleeping charm on the whole class, and it was the last class of the day, so nobody under- nobody caught it until the next morning when the next class came in. Oops! <laughs> no wonder she had bad things to say about
3: charms. No, I'm um, actually my the fact that I'm reading. Augusta's actually significantly older. Wow! So she was bo- she's basic not well like ten years younger than Dumbledore or something. Wow! Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. So it it th- this was kind of jarring. I'm like, oh, I'm in the wrong universe. Uh-huh.
4: We also have stories about um, a man who fancied Walburga, apparently, which mm-hmm. is weird for her because she can't imagine her with anyone else. And then a woman from Hufflepuff who was a love wonderful this. Quidditch player.
0: <laughs> who disappeared for six weeks during Quidditch match, but they found her. She's always been a little off after that, though. yes and then andy finds a woman that kind of looks like her and she's like well she looks like like bella bella like belly and she's a weasley
4: Reminding me of uh, cinderella
0: yeah she's a weasley but she doesn't have red hair how can she be a weasley
4: It's just one of the unalienable truths of the world weasleys Mm -hmm. have red hair yep no
3: but her father because her mother was
4: a black yeah, It's, it's like Black. canon
3: divergence since we know that there weren't female Weasleys for several generations, but whatever.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah,
0: that's all right. So and this is where they and they talk about burning names off the family tree.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: She mm-hmm. ran away with him. Yep, great scandal it caused. Um, but she must have loved him.
3: And so I love the bit and about Andy how women didn't. Get it. No. No, I love I love the bit about how women didn't go past their owls because they didn't need to have the education. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, how things have changed.
4: Yeah, yeah. And then- <laughs> they had a shotgun wedding, sort of, or were going to, because she'd been seen with Weasley, and then uh, she ran away.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. She, she's trying- she doesn't
4: quite get it because why would you run away with somebody if that cuts you off from your whole family? And we're sort of going, hmm, forshenaway.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Someday, Andy, I hope you find out.
3: Uncle Alfred's smart. He
0: is. And she's now she's in hanging out with Sirius, and she's like, Sirius? Hmm, Never mind. And he's like, all right, you started to say something to me a bunch of times. Spill it. And she says, I wonder how come Uncle Alfred never married. And he says, well, because there was a woman he loved that married somebody else. And she's like, how do you know that? And he said, well, he told me.
4: We learn a little bit more about that just as these chapters are ending
2: mm-hmm. as
4: well. We move on for now to chapter 20, not just a river in Egypt. So somebody <laughs> is in denial.
3: <laughs> yes. Gee, I wonder
0: who. So they're...
4: They're back at Hogwarts, and they have mountains of homework mm, to prepare for owls, which are suddenly right there.
0: Of <laughs> course, of course. And even Sirius is struggling, and that's mm-hmm. fairly unusual for him to and be. And
4: can't quite figure out what she wants to take, because she doesn't really know what she wants to do with her life. She just wants to do something.
3: hmm She doesn't want to be her mother. No. Mm-hmm. Neither does so Bellatrix, but entirely different reasons. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, they agree with each other on that. They don't want to be the society housewife. They don't know what else to do. Yeah. And Sirius is also struggling because he wants to do something exciting.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: First, he says he's going to be an aura. And then they're like, "Um, are you going to actually stay in the three-year course to be an aura?" Hmm. Well, maybe I'll be a curse breaker (laughs) or a treasure hunter. That'd be cool. (laughs) A treasure
0: hunter. Something. Anything. Yeah. Yes. So, and then we move to Ted helping her with her homework. This is so funny. It's like, is that a four or a nine? That's clearly a four. If it was clear, I wouldn't have had to ask, says Ted. Yeah. And she's... He finds the, the mistake.
4: Yeah, the one there's one formula that she's done wrong. Mm-hmm. So she fixes it all up.
0: To but, quote yeah. Joe, oh, maths. Mm, those maths, they're a pain. So she asked him, you know, are they doing the career thing in, in your rooms too, in your house too? And he said, Yeah. And that's where he talks about she tells him yeah. blacks do not have
4: jobs. Yes. Mm-hmm. They have family money, they don't need jobs. Mm-hmm. And he asks her, what do they do then? And she's like, well, hmm, I don't know. I guess they go shopping or have spa days or something. They there seems to be see t- a lot of tea.
3: Tea is <laughs> <laughs> good.
4: And she a- he asks her what she wants, and she has to think about that.
3: Mm-hmm. There's probably yeah. more to it than
0: tea. Oh, I'm sure. And then he brings up the Beatles, and she's like, like, bugs? And he's like, no, mm. no music. It's a band. It's the worst
4: band name I've ever heard. (laughs) It really kind of is, but oh well.
0: They're really good and they're really famous. They're wicked, Andy. So, and he says, that's the one thing he misses from the muggle world is music. And she's like, we have music. And he's like, yeah, you don't know what music is. Like, no, yeah. she doesn't. That's, yeah. That,
1: that is the one thing I'm really surprised that Joe, that, that, that it did infiltrate. Joe, mm-hmm. so, is, is just so everything. Well, we
4: know they have some wizard bands like Celestina Warbeck exists, um, the
0: sisters, weird sisters, sisters. The weird
4: sisters are like the rock band
0: mm-hmm. of
4: some sort. So that has to have come from somewhere and it exists by the time Tonks is a teenager because she's got shirts and things. But, um, we don't know, you know, how far behind the muggle music styles they are. It kind of seems like everything's <laughs> more in the fifties because everything's done by the wireless and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, right. But.
3: Well, they tried to have a television program, but it didn't quite work.
4: <laughs> when was that?
3: I forget. Hold on. Let me go look it up because I swear I saw something. Oh, and speaking of the 50s, Joe's told us Myrtle's full name.
0: Yes. And that you don't have to pay to go to Hogwarts. Well, we knew that. Well, not everybody because a lot of fix try to have people having to pay. I forget
4: when she have to pay for supplies. Yeah. But not Mm -hmm. for
0: tuition. But not for tuition, right? Yeah.
4: We also found out, if we didn't know before, that Newt Scamander was a Hufflepuff.
0: What the hell is a Hufflepuff? (laughs) Yay! Oh. (laughs) Which is fun. It is.
3: We get to
4: see him as a Hufflepuff.
3: Yay! But
4: all the other people he meets in his movie are from the American School of Magic. (laughs)
3: Oh, speaking of said, somebody posted a thing on MuggleNet about Lyle Lupin, Remus's father, being about the same age. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense mm-hmm. at all. Because yeah, wasn't he born s- in like the 19 or 18? What was it you said about mouths?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, no, this wasn't Joe, though. I think it was somebody putting up an editorial
4: I
2: don't
3: know. Conjecturing, but I was just,
4: I don't mm-hmm. know. well well, so this is wizard... supposed to be 90, 1920s New York, and he's in his twenties or thirties. It would have been so nineteen hundred, turn of the century kind yeah. of time. yeah.
3: And so. Remus's father couldn't have been born. Well, he could. I suppose he could
4: have. I <laughs> guess if they had Remus when he was like seventy.
3: Well, but then James's parents were old in wizarding terms when he was born.
4: Mm-hmm. I don't know.
3: Which we is don't quickly. really have
4: much information about Remus's dad. We didn't know his name was Lyle for the longest time.
3: No. He was I gone think in a lot of things. Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't I know where that Remus, came from. Remus John Lupin.
4: Uh, I suppose, yeah, that makes sense. In this, it says 1929 these... to 81, so he, he'd be no, like no. five when the Scamander movie is taking place.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, We're, I don't care about
4: The abbreviation before those dates is FL, so I don't know what that actually means.
3: That means, I forget what it stands for, but that basically means this is the time, this is a time when this person was alive. You know, it's not exact dates. It's not like, you know, Dumbledore was alive from 18, whatever, 80 to like 1998. You know, we know his dates. The FL stands for. At some point. He was alive from this year to this year. We know that for certain, but that, like, wasn't his whole life.
2: hmm
4: oh, Okay.
3: So, Andy has gone to Slughorn's to do career advice,
0: and he says, Well, Miss Black, your sister sat in that chair last year and informed me that black ladies do not have jobs. No, they don't. I suppose you tend to continue that theme. And she hesitates a bit and then says that she'd like to be a healer. And that kind of throws him, and it's kind of the first time that she said it out loud because she's been carrying the brochure around in her bag, but she wasn't quite sure that's what she wanted.
4: Yeah. She wasn't even really admitting to herself that she was keeping it for a reason. It's just, oh, I'll throw that out at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but she's got everything she needs except for herbology. She might need to kick up herbology a bit, so... Mm-hmm.
4: So she starts studying for that, and um, I think it's later, I don't know if it's this chapter or the next chapter, Bella's like, what are you doing so much homology stuff for?
0: I like it. Yeah, yeah, that's it.
4: mm Mm-hmm. And this is kind of the first time Slughorn's really noticed her because she's actually doing something different. So mm-hmm. he's kind of going, hmm, maybe she can be on my list.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, just like, it's like, because Bella set a precedent, so he's like, okay, one more black. I mean, he's, I mean, he got Regulus now, and then he wanted, like you said, he wanted a set
2: mm-hmm.
1: kind of thing. So, yeah, it kind of sent him for a lipper going, oh, a plaque is a healer and a female. She could be a pioneer kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's he's thinking now.
4: Yes. He's envisioning the plaque 20 years down the road or whatever. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) The photograph.
4: Yeah. On his wall of uh, people he knows.
2: Mm. And
4: then we have a bit of um, philosophical talk about how Actually, girls and guys can be friends without having a sexual element involved.
2: What is this, when
3: Harry met Sally?
4: (laughs) (laughs) Because, in fact, she has become good friends with Hadrian Davis, but has not advanced to anything else. They're sort of using each other as beards.
0: Yeah, which is really great.
4: (laughs) He's in love with another girl, um, but she's not quite as um, suitable or something or other.
1: I think yeah. she's like a half-blood or something, and she's from Ravenclaw.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So he does ask her to um, Hogsmeade because Bell has been pressuring him, probably.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. And. Um,
0: and they have a lot of uh, things that are common interests, so mm-hmm. they.
2: Uh,
4: and they manage to admit to each other that they really don't uh, feel any attraction to each other in that sense.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
4: so they decide they're just going to be good friends.
0: Yeah, um, and that works out for them.
4: Mm-hmm. And, and they she... never tell anyone they're going out, but they keep being seen together, so people assume they are.
2: Of course. And
4: Andy doesn't quite connect this with the fact that Ted is suddenly being short with her all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> he must be stressed because of exams. <laughs> Figure this out.
1: <sighs> Sometimes yeah. Andy is oblivious. She. Some uh, anyway. She's hairy.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She does so not that's understand where he gets emotions, it from, but then very few people do. So
1: yeah, and
0: so she goes back to return some of his notes, and he's sitting with Alice Taylor, who we know as Alice Longbottom, yeah.
2: and
4: she's the pretty blonde girl that she noticed him with a mm-hmm. little while ago. So she sort of speaks very briskly to him, and he's kind of surprised, and Alice introduces herself, so Andromeda reciprocates is she's
0: snotty about it
1: well because i mean he, he's been doing to her and in so many ways she's doing it back
2: it's mm-hmm.
1: it's a parallel between the two of them and i think it surprises her too that she's being so snotty of tour.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah i like what he says because he tracks her back down and he says you know you're being rude and she says i don't need a lecture on manners from you and he says apparently you do i hate it when you do that and she's like do what Look at people like your sister does. And then he turns and walks away. Ouch. Yeah, that hurts. Ow. Bella comes in the next day and sits down and she's... Andy's already upset because she hasn't slept well and stuff. And What's your problem? I'm just tired. Why do you sneak out at night? Why wouldn't I when it's so easy?
4: Uh-huh. That's kind of how a lot of Bella's life goes.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: She does anything because she can.
0: Yeah. She does have uh, Dumbledore down pat, though. Dumbledore's greatest weakness is that he believes everyone is redeemable. (sighs) Head desk,
3: head desk, Mm -hmm. head
0: desk.
4: Yeah. And then um, the next, or no, it's the same day. They're walking to class, and a little boy runs into Bella. And he is, unfortunately, a Mm -hmm. muggle-born. How dare he? And she's going to take her wand to him, and Andy grabs her hand. And stops her, yeah. And she says, it's not worth Azkaban. And Bella just glares at her, really mm-hmm. kind of freaks her out. And she tries a couple more times to get her to stop, and it doesn't actually work. She actually shocks her with a spell. hmm uh, And Andy shocks her back, uh, which is uh, quite shocking.
2: Ah!
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then she says you know fine do whatever you want i don't care anymore and walks away and that really shocks bella that's the first time that andy's actually kind of turned her back on bella so that's kind of and then we change scenes again
4: she's studying with marlene mm -hmm. quizzing her for history of magic but um she notices that Alice is walking by and wants to go and apologize to her. Mm-hmm. So she does that. Yeah. Alice is about to say something to her and then doesn't. So I wonder if it's going to be, you know, we're not going out anymore or mm-hmm. something.
2: Yeah. yeah.
4: You
0: know, I really like uh Frank Longbottom. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but finally it's exam time. And then Ted
4: comes over. Oh, yes. I, I didn't... I missed this scene change. I thought they were still studying. My internet
0: so they, went with, out. Crap. With crap, crap, again.
4: crap,
0: crap. You're oh. there. Are you okay? Tricia. <laughs> She'll be back.
4: <laughs> this is like Jed's piece with the toenail clippers.
0: Yeah. And now oh I was gonna say now my Skype's bouncing, but that's because it's because she left us. Mm. So The first exam was charms and she did really well on it. And actually the process of taking the exam kind of calmed her down. Now she knows what it's like. And then Ted comes in and tells Marlene that Sirius is looking for her. And she's like, is he looking for me because he's bored and he wants somebody to distract them? Or is he looking for me because he really needs something? And Ted's like, how am I supposed to know (laughs)
4: Yeah. So she stomps off to go look for Sirius because mm-hmm. apparently he does this a lot. And he's like, oh, no I reason. He I, just wanted to, I just wanted to talk to you because. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: But anyway, he sort of stands there. And so Andy says, is Sirius looking for me too? And he wants to talk to her about Alice.
0: Yeah, he wants to thank her. And she says, it has nothing to do with you. I apologize to her.
4: And-, and eventually, Ted just pulls up a chair mm-hmm. and he's going to join them studying for potions. And that yeah, kind of works out okay, mm-hmm. especially when Marlene comes back because Sirius didn't really need anything. Uh, nope.
1: He just wanted a snogger. Yeah, he did.
4: Mm-hmm. Then they study for a long time and Andy's shoulders are getting sore. So she stretches her arms over top of her head and then she catches. Ted looking at her kind of stunned because he's, mm-hmm. he's he's had the oh gosh, Andy's a girl.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and well, she's did
0: wrong? <laughs> a girl girl. Ooh. She apparently has assets.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Ooh. Boobies!
4: <laughs> <laughs> so Marlene kind of snaps him out of it by sending him back before they have to take points off for being out past curfew. Mm-hmm. And then... Then they have Defense Against the Dark Arts, and they do pretty well with that. She messes up an incantation, so she figures she might get an E instead mm-hmm. of an O, and she's kind of annoyed with herself. But at least they have finished all the exams, so that's yep. all right. And then Bella's waiting in her room, yes. reading a teen witch magazine.
0: Of course. <laughs> and she's, So she kind of apologizes, well, to the extent that B- Bella can apologize and says you're right, that boy wasn't worth getting in trouble with. It just made me mad. And are you still mad at me? And Andy says, no, and I'm sorry that I hexed you. And Bella says, what's happening to us? And Andy says, it's not us, it's everything around us. But it really is them. Mm-hmm.
2: They are.
4: Yeah, it's some of both, really. Mm-hmm. Andy's oh, yeah. having her horizons opened, and Bella is determinedly sticking to hers. And- yeah. So, oh, well, um, and it says, you know, Bella says, I keep hearing I need to control my temper. But obviously, she's not listening very well.
0: No. No, that control thing. It's hard. It's so much more fun just to let let it go and hurt people. Yeah. Apparently
4: she's missing some of the little voices in her head. Or she has too many, one or the other. So they're sitting um, on the train home. The three sisters and Rabastan and Shannon, who we must have heard of before, but I can't remember from earlier in this pic. Mm-hmm. But apparently Rabastan and Shannon are maybe getting together. But they sort of do the will they won't they thing throughout <laughs> the entire train ride, so <laughs> who knows?
0: And she's kind of thinking about how her sisters can always get her to forgive them.
4: Mm-hmm. And and Bella's being very affectionate, and it's hard to remember the times when she's scary when she's like this, and she mm-hmm. just would like to have her sister back. And
0: Yeah, and Bella's always been really affectionate around Andy. Andy doesn't like to be touched. Like, when they get back to school and all the girls are running around hugging each other, she, she doesn't like that. But when Bella or Sissy does it, then... It's something that she's really used to, and Bella's always been really hands-on with her. Yeah. She's very intense
4: with it. Yeah, she's an intense person in general.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: That's some of her trouble. Is she doesn't know how to pull back on anything. Yeah. But, and they're talking about the next ball that they're going to do, because they can all go this time.
0: And yeah, and because Andy's turning 16, so...
4: Yeah, it's the big one for her. They're then, trying to decide what she should wear. And, You know, well, I'm not going to wear white, but I don't think I could wear what you wore last time. And Bella says, oh, you could, but it's not really your style. Um, but, you know, you should be in jewel tones, blue or green, purple mm-hmm. maybe.
2: Um,
0: yeah, not pastels. Ugh. Sissy can't pull off the pastels. Mother pastel. wants to dress them all mm-hmm. in.
2: Of course.
4: <laughs> but-
0: <laughs> and then she sees somebody that she needs to talk to, so she leaves and Sirius comes in.
4: Yes, <laughs> because they apparently don't stay in one room at any point.
0: No. And he's running away because Marlene is yelling at James and Peter for putting fireworks in Lily's bag, <laughs> which didn't hurt her, but scared her. And he's which is not, not
4: really going to help James's cause. Not at all. For some James- reason, James thought he'd, you know, leap into her, his arms for being scared or something.
3: No. I don't understand how, when he's still like this, fifth year and knowing what we know about all the things he did before that he and Lily got together I Mm -hmm. I don't get it
1: he wears her down apparently yeah Mm -hmm. well the thing is sometimes you can just boys it's all sometimes it's just like an all of a sudden oh Mm -hmm. okay I get it now it just took him six years not to be a dunderhead (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. he had to hit that head so many times on top like you know you ever see a little kid like he's underneath the table trying to stand up hits his head you're like oh why did I do that do it again at least do it like three times well he had to do at least six years worth
0: mm-hmm. before yeah, he figured it out <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so and, and Sirius talks to her about her and how do you say Hadrian his and Hadrian that's I
4: it I don't know if it's Hadrian or Hadrian but um,
0: like Hadrian's Wall. Yeah. And, and so he says, Well, you know, everybody assumes that you're going out. And she's like, Well, we've never said that. And he said, All right, let me rephrase that. Ted thinks you're going out with Davis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: So that doesn't matter to me.
4: Mm-hmm. Besides, he has a girlfriend.
0: He had a girlfriend.
4: Yes, we don't quite find that out until I think next chapter. Mm-hmm. And we have an l- interesting little author's note. Yes, Ted is a Beatles fan, because yes, because I say he is. And mm-hmm. all of the other bands he mentions were around at the time this pick was taking place. None of the characters like Green Day, because they don't exist. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: So there. Yeah. And we move on to Chapter 21, Do You Believe in Rock and Roll?
4: So I guess we get to find out more about this music thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so mother's... This is a cute chapter. Talking to her. hmm yes. You know, don't stand over there. Come here and let me look at you. Hey, you're kind of pretty. <laughs> I didn't think Thanks, you were going to get pretty.
4: Oh, yeah, I suppose you've turned out beautiful. I was never sure when you were young. I thought you might be rather plain. Mm-hmm. Oh, wonderful.
3: <laughs>
1: she looks exactly like Bella to some degree. Yeah.
2: Uh, shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and And then she's worried that she's going to get to talk. (laughs) Please no, please no.
4: (laughs) But basically she just says, no, um, as long as you behave yourself, things should be fine. We can make you a proper marriage. Um, Just make sure you (laughs) conduct yourself properly. People will be watching. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
4: Basically, don't embarrass us. Yeah, and is- you are no longer in a relationship with that Avery boy. Well, mm-hmm. probably for the best. They <laughs> are a fine family now, but they're questionable sorts in their history. <laughs> oh dear! So she's got to be very careful not to behave um, too openly with any men, because uh, you have to be careful of your reputation. Black women oh, are always in control. Oh, stop
2: that! Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. So, she's got her ball, that, and this year it's actually on her 16th birthday, and she's gotten the lovely blue dress robes that Bella helped her pick out, because basically, uh, Mother turned it over to her. Yeah. <laughs> and she actually got the um, family sapphires as well, which was she thought was really quite nice. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's a tradition, but she didn't find that out until later. <laughs> it'll,
0: it'll
1: go well with her blue dress. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lars, I should be good. I shouldn't be
0: dropping like Scott. Yay. Mm-hmm. I, I love, Father was a bit insultingly shocked at how I looked. You look very nice, Andromeda. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they even
0: know what she looks like. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. you can tell they haven't been paying any attention to the girls, that they're both shocked at how pretty she is.
3: Because
4: oh. she's
0: been pretty all along. <laughs> Thanks, Bella's Dad. she has
4: been taking all the attention. Andromeda sits in the background mostly.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's the way she likes it. She, she'd rather have the other two have the attention. No, well, it's a middle child syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: But this time she gets to have all the boys dance with her for the whole night, so it's kind of fun. She wouldn't want that all the time, but in this case, you know, it's nice to be appreciated every now and then. Uh, yeah. And
2: can- Flurry's hunting.
4: Adrian comes up and rescues her from... Uh, Guillaume Leblanc, who is trying to impress Andy with his explanation of his business, it's just getting a little too boring.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's you know it turns out to be a fairly nice night. Uh, and yeah, there's water running.
3: My mother is using my bathroom. Uh,
4: <laughs> they
3: haven't they haven't put in their bathtub yet.
4: Yeah. And they talk a little bit about um, Narcissa and uh, Lucius. Says, well. Hmm, They've got this whole soulmate thing going on, and uh, Hadrian says, you know what? Eventually, you're going to fall in love, and I am going to laugh and point.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I still would like to know how er, Sissy and Lucky ended up getting married after Andy ran off with Ted, because it would seem like that would be the end of it. You know, the Malfoys would just be like, no, no, not happening.
0: Oh, by that point, though he's he's invested a lot in her.
1: That's true. He, and then what? The he he's he's good society too, so they would probably approve of him anyhow.
3: Well, I know, mm-hmm. but I figured he wouldn't approve of her now that her sister is a blood traitor.
1: Well, you also got Bellatrix well, that's too. True. That's true. The odds are in her favor. <laughs> 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 oh dear. Hmm.
0: And then she gets a note from Ted. Andy, meet me at the Leaky Cauldron at 5 on Saturday. It's a surprise. Come on. You know you're curious. And so, you what happened the last time? She's got some guts. Oh, I know. And she doesn't think about it, and she gets caught by her father. And lucky for her, Sirius comes in and says, oh, I've got tickets <laughs> to the Quidditch game. And so I'm going to go. We're, we're going to the Quidditch game.
3: She is yep. not a. Ugh, she's not good at this, is she? She's not a good liar. No, she's no. never
4: had to. So it hasn't been a thing that she's learned because she hasn't been the one who's been wandering off, getting into trouble. So she's mm-hmm. never had to pretend she wasn't.
0: <laughs> yep.
4: Yeah.
0: And he wants to know where she's going, and she says, "I have a meeting," and he's like, "With?" And she says, "It's my weekly meeting of it's none of your B- damn business club." <laughs> he knows it's with Ted. Where finally yeah. she says it and
4: he yeah. wants to. But know. it's nothing like you're thinking, mm-hmm. oh yes, how's the weather in Egypt?
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: But he, they have to meet, so they come back together because they don't want her parents to figure out that they haven't been together this whole time.
4: Mm-hmm. He's really taking the the second ticket for Remus, I think it was.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Remus can't afford to to do things like this, so he's Aww, taking Remus that's cute. on a guy guy night.
4: Yeah. So she meets Ted outside the Leaky Cauldron, and he's taking her somewhere and won't tell her where because it's <laughs> a surprise. No.
2: Yep. Yeah. Of course. But
4: they're taking the muckle underground to get there. Ooh. The what? Are you sure this thing is safe? <laughs> and he doesn't answer. He just says, "How's your summer been?" Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: yeah. And mm. he's she's he says his has been boring. He's hardly seen anyone, and she's like, "Not even Alice." Well, no, we broke up because you know she completely fancies Frank.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Frank is my best friend. I thought Frank and Alice. Okay, this is the only thing that kind of I'm gotten confused with this. With this fic. I thought Frank was a Gryffindor.
3: Longbottom, yeah, maybe he should be. Well, no, okay. Well, I don't think we ever hear. I don't. I don't think we know. Come to that.
1: Okay, because I just thought I just assumed that they are in the same house.
3: Yeah, I suppose it makes it easier. But obviously, Ted and Andy, you know, hooked up. So
4: yeah, they were probably friends before or something like that. I don't know. I guess probably. they wouldn't be pure because blood. the Longbottoms I mean, are pure blood.
3: Well, Alice is a pureblood, but we didn't know that then. But she was we knew at least, we assumed she was a pureblood.
4: Hmm, let's see.
3: It doesn't say.
4: (laughs) We're all doing the same thing again.
2: Yeah. The wiki.
4: Yeah. I had thought they were Gryffindors because it was, Neville has the whole thing about living up to his parents, but he could do that Yeah. um, just for them being ores and in the Order of Phoenix, too. Mm -hmm. It's hard to say.
0: It does not say.
4: That I see, it was never explicitly stated, and they have written down for they have written down Gryffindor possibly for both of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyhow, she's trying to get more out of him about this surprise. <laughs> she Says, so like where are we surprises. going? Is it the word "surprise" you're unfamiliar with, or the concept?
3: <laughs> <laughs> both.
4: Well, give me a hint at least. It's in London. Thanks. That's a lot of help. <laughs> yeah. I'm the
1: same. Hate surprises.
4: You don't like surprises either. No. Depends on the kind of surprise, I guess. Eventually, he does say that they've arrived, and it turns out they've gone to a music store
2: because
4: mm-hmm. he's going to buy her a Beatles album. Or
0: yeah, he's going to at least introduce her to the Beatles. Uh. Oh, yes.
4: It turns out he works here Mm -hmm. and his boss is away for a bit and said um, he's fine with Ted bringing his friend for a tour. So they've got a little store record player and he brings out a Beatles album and plays it for her.
3: That's so cute. Yeah.
0: And he just hands it to her and says, here, put this on. And she's like, I don't know how to work this thing. And
3: he's like, oh, ooh, I'll help you. Oh, wait, don't scratch it. And she's like going, what?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Hands-on demonstration.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's mostly
4: interesting. It's a ghost and moment.
1: He holds, mm-hmm. he holds her hand and puts the needle on the record kind of little thing. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I want to see one They start one with once. the first
4: Beatles album. And um, he's like, I don't understand. Why are they living in a submarine anyway? (laughs) (laughs) Which is true. It does not make any sense.
3: No. You're way too literal for
0: this. Yes. But finally she says, (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) "Phone." No, she doesn't. But anyhow, she says that he was right about the muggle music. And he wants her to repeat that.
4: Not something he's heard a lot from her. And then they have the the rom com moment where they just happen to turn and look at each other and they're right there and oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> a too close And she kisses him. <clears throat>
4: but not quite Yay. yet is they first he has the oh we're too close. Um uh hey we should try dancing. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
0: But then, but she, then kisses
4: after him. That she kisses him. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then he draws away for a little bit and looks at her and sort of is this okay? Are we going to keep doing this? And she's like, yep, yeah, we are.
1: <laughs> yeah, I started it. Let's keep going. Yep.
0: This is fun, this snogging thing.
1: Yeah, it's not like oh, it's my brother.
3: So we're good. <laughs> uh-uh, brings back memories.
4: <laughs> yep.
1: I did that before.
4: And then she panics. Yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh, what are we doing?
1: <laughs> You're muggle
2: Ah, what am I going to do?
4: He says, it's all right. Everything's fine. We'll we'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. And then we move on to chapter 22. Birthright. Birthright. Mm -hmm. She's a bit distracted over the next few days.
0: Yeah. Really? Got her mind on other
1: things. Mm -hmm. Her lips are still tingling.
4: Yes. (laughs) I swung wildly between vague and flowery daydreams of happily ever after and absolute unadulterated terror. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Narcissa's with Lucius, so she's not paying any attention, and Bella's off in her own world, so neither one of them kind of are paying attention to what she's going through. But, and Bella's just getting darker, and he can feel mm-hmm. her slipping away.
4: But she doesn't realize at the time what how much of a turning point everything is. And yeah. although she does apparently argue with people that say Bella's heartless, Andy thinks she really does love uh, Rodolphus, even though everything else went to Voldemort.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And she finds out later, much later, that, she, that her sister got the dark mark that summer.
4: Oh, and yeah. she
0: doesn't know how she kept it hidden because she was never a particularly modest person. But I imagine there were charms or something.
1: Oh, well, I'm sure. Yeah, and I think. the yeah, other was charms, and you know what? Sometimes I mean, you wear, even though I mean, you she could wear something revealing, revealing, but it still have long sleeves, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. And
0: Uncle Orion has decided that Sirius needs to buck up and be the man of the house and quit fooling around with James Potter and the rest of those, not quite good, good enough for our family boys. And first of all, he has a bit of a talk with him. And, of course, Sirius ignores him. So then he has a second little talk with a little pain added to it.
3: Oh, bastard.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And he's all bruised and battered. And then they're having a, a dinner party. And he breaks the children should be seen and not heard rule. Mm-hmm. mm And his father tries to stop him from talking, but they encourage him to say what it is. And he says, I'm quite, you know, it's quite remarkable the way that you twist the facts and say that it's the ministry that's all wrong. When it really, all they're trying to do is stop the genocide and the room goes completely silent and uh, he's in big trouble. Yeah. (laughs) So... He's under house arrest, so he's sitting out on the roof because that's the only place he can get out of the house because they've got spells that are keeping him in. And so she crawls out and she says, why do you do that? Why do you fight with them? And he says, why don't you? And then they have this. You
4: stand up for anything.
0: He says, they've been wanting to kind of get rid of me ever since I was sorted into gryffindor. I've been an embarrassment and if I leave then reggie can take over.
4: And she's like,
0: I don't think this is a good idea.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: she believes you have to live with your family, you can't you can't choose them. And he's not so sure about that.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah.
4: And then she's having a dream with Ted And then some other voices are breaking in, and that's not nearly as fun. Mm -mm. And then she wakes up. And it's... It's Bella and Rodolphus having a conversation. mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. And apparently they've been out torturing and killing, and he wants to know if Bella's all right. And she's, like, high. She's, you know, on this total high from what she's been doing. and She bounces into andy's room because it's easier to climb into andy's room than her own room and bounces on her bed to wake her up and you know she's just giddy
1: (laughs) yeah she's i mean she she has it's an endorphins her endorphins are going
4: yeah yeah and andy says where have you been and uh, bella calls her a bore which she's been doing a few times Mm -hmm. lately
0: yeah, and basically says, "Don't ask questions you don't really want answers to." Too sham.
4: Yeah. So, and then they head back to Grimold Place for another ball, because mm-hmm. uh, Aunt Walburga has taken Euphemia Vasey under her wing, apparently.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> yeah. Which always reminds me of like, I think it's Road to Avonlea. There's one of the older ladies is called Eugenia or Euphemia or something like mm-hmm. that. It does not seem like it should be the. A young 16-year-old girl, but then there's the purebloods being a little behind the times again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, and you got to start at 16 or, you know, to get older, so. That's true. It'll happen. And Bella and Sirius have another fight.
4: Yeah. And Sirius storms out. And uh, Andy has a moment, modern Andy, sort of... Uh, it talks about how really Sirius and Bella are much more alike. Sirius and Andy were, mm-hmm. even though they're the two that left.
3: Of course. Oh, Sirius
4: it. could, could easily have ended up like Bella if he hadn't started hanging around with James.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh yeah. That, two of them. Oh God. But yeah, I
0: could see it. He, if he hadn't been sorted into Gryffindor, his life would have been so different because he would have bought all of this rhetoric
4: and he would, mm-hmm. could have been,
0: easily been as bad as Bella.
4: Yeah.
3: That would be bad. That would be very, very bad. Which makes
4: me wonder if that's why the sorting Hat did it.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Anyhow, Sirius heads back to, um, Grimald Place apparently.
0: Yeah. And then when they get back, this is when they really have a big fight. And she says, you know, how can you betray us, betray everything you are? Are they worth it to you? Are your little mudblood loving friends worth betraying your family and he growls at her and says you are not my family Mm. and so she says I don't owe you anything yeah yeah, this is your birthright he's like no and then he leaves he runs away
4: Mm -hmm. and it almost makes her cry although Bella doesn't cry so it doesn't quite
2: Mm -hmm.
4: and then yeah he's left Regulus comes up and tells Andy later he's gone.
3: Yeah. Poor Reggie.
4: And we get to chapter 23, the right amount of perfect, mm. which is not quite possible as a thing, but, you know. <laughs> so.
0: Yes, because the family has closed ranks because Sirius has gone to stay with the Potters. Mm. And Sirius
4: is off the family tree, and either they are connected or... Andy's mother has done the same thing because there's also a charge mark on their version of the family tree.
0: Right. And Bella's sure that he'll come back. He'll get over his snit and realize that Uncle Orion was only trying to help. And they're like, Andy's pretty
4: sure he's not coming.
0: Yep. Reggie says they're gonna be his family now. Potter and the rest of the Gryffindors.
4: Yeah.
1: I feel bad for Reggie because now he has... I mean is now he has to be the son. I mean, even though Sirius mm-hmm. thinks that he's always the son that they always wanted, now Reggie really has to be.
4: Right. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pressure for him.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: we know that it you know, he starts off on the wrong foot, but we also know that there's a little bit of Sirius that's rubbed off on him because in the end he turns away from Voldemort and tries to do the right thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: so yeah Reggie reminds me of Draco a little bit
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. not personality wise because he's actually a lot calmer and more like Andy at least in this but uh, he he's not the one you know strutting around and saying oh ho, ho, I'm Reggie Black you almost bow down towards me right but he's he gets into this because this is how he's been raised and then he takes a look at <laughs> What Voldemort's actually doing, and he goes, eh, I can't do that.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't think I want to be a part of this.
1: I mean, he's probably, I mean, he's hes overseeing what Sirius is doing. He oversees what Andy did. And he probably sees what Bella did. And the thing is, he's probably looking at it and goes, They did stuff what was for love. Bella just does stuff for glory, not glory, but. But yeah, but Bella does things for, I mean, it's not just, they're insane. They're evil. I mean, it's just pure evil Mm -hmm. of it. Killing, he's probably just like, whoa, I don't, I'm for them not being in the wizarding world, but I'm not there to kill them kind of thing.
4: Yeah. He'd be just as happy if all the Muggleborns just kind of vanished off to their own little school somewhere and he didn't have to think about them.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of how things start, you know. They're like, oh, well, we shouldn't have to have the muggle-borns at Hogwarts. We shouldn't have to have, you know, we shouldn't have to deal with them. And that's kind of how it all starts off slowly. And then it's like, okay, well, we're just going
3: to get rid of them all kind of a thing.
0: Genocide.
3: You know, I would love to see a It would have been really sweet if... Serious, or somebody had known about what happened to Regulus and told Draco and Draco like totally freaked out and was like oh my god this is not what I want this is not what I'm signing up to
4: Hmm. it'd be interesting to see what would happen if there were a world where Regulus didn't die uh, yeah and was around to you know be an example or although I don't know if there would be a reason necessarily for him and Draco to interact a lot but
2: well, well, as long
3: as he pretended to still be pro Voldemort, then I don't think Narcissa would have prevented that.
0: Well, and here's the thing Did he really have to die? No. If Creature had enough if- magic to get himself out of there, then Creature could have very easily operated the two of them out of there.
3: Right. But I think that Regulus realized that if. Voldemort figured out what he'd done. There was no hope, so he was better off dying with the inferi than having Voldemort
2: yeah, find out and
3: do God mm-hmm. only knows what to him.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Not to
4: and mention he was probably his family poisoned by this potion that they have to drink to get the thing. Right? And he wasn't probably. thinking clearly at the time.
3: No, no, he was because he ordered creature to make him drink it no matter what before he drank the potion and said. Right. Go home, don't tell anybody. Which reminds me if Siri or if Regulus had ordered a creature not to tell anybody, could his parents countermand the order and say, What the hell happened to our son? Probably, but they didn't know to say that.
4: That's true. Mm-hmm. House elves are very good at um living by the letter of their orders.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and finding loopholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Andy's I'm, worried about whether or not Sirius is going to actually be on the platform. I'm sorry, Scott. Did you have something else to say about?
4: Oh, I was just going to mention um one of the other fix I've been reading is a more modern one uh, where creature is um oh, what it I think uh, Regulus turns out to have a son and there's going to be an announcement from the new head head of Black or something like that. It's it's a It's a crossover story, Mm -hmm. but uh, they get these letters from Gringotts and Creature takes them and puts them on Sirius's father's mail desk in the study because it is a place where mail is allowed to be delivered and he can say that he's delivered Sirius that it exists. (laughs) Uh, So then Sirius finds it and has like an hour to get to Gringotts before this thing happens. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway... That was kind of a sidetrack.
0: Yeah, well, we're good at those. So Annie's made herself sick on the way to the train because she doesn't know what's going to happen with Sirius and whether or not Sirius is going to finish school. But he has to because he really has nowhere else to go. Mm -hmm. And everybody's kind of wondering what's going on. And Marlene grabs her and says, we have to talk. And she thinks it's about Sirius. And it's really, Sirius says you and Ted are going out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, Oh, wait, yeah, oh, um, <laughs> not really. I yeah.
4: think it's brilliant. And I love dead galleons.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And then Lily Ew. Evans comes in and they end up having to go to the prefix meeting.
4: Lily knocks her into the lap of the fifth year Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. Prefect and-
0: yeah. Which makes <laughs> his day. <laughs> yeah. There's a pretty
4: 16 year old girl in my lap.
0: Yeah. yeah. And this is where, when she gets back to her car, she finds Bella pawing through her stuff. And Bella says, I was just looking for a quill, but how come you're doing herbology? And Andy just sort of blows it off.
4: Yeah, I like it. Besides, you don't have to convene the wisdom about over my classes, do you? Mm-hmm. Fine, whatever. <laughs> so then they have the feast, which is at least kind of pulls Andy out of herself a little bit. And then they, the sorting sings its song, but it's one of the warning songs this Mm -hmm. time, which is a little weird and confusing. And um, Sirius is there at the Gryffindor table, but he's just glaring at everyone. Yeah,
2: Mm
4: -hmm. he only speaks to his friends. And they get kept back by the head girl to talk about how everything's going to change and they're going to do well in Slytherin this year and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And then finally she escapes and Ted is there.
0: (laughs) He scares her half death.
4: And he wants to maybe talk, and she says, well, probably not in the middle of the hallway.
0: No. Yeah. And he wants to... It was snog. Well, first he wants to know if she's okay because he's heard about Sirius. And then he wants to snog.
4: He really wants this to work, but he doesn't want to cause her a bunch of problems and stuff. And But he does want to try to keep going with it. And he's also wondering about Hadrian because he still thinks they were going out.
3: Uh, mm-hmm. Nope, nope. <laughs> yeah,
0: and she says he's
4: yeah. in love with Abigail Goldstein. So apparently that's where, or no, it couldn't be. I was going to say that's where um, Anthony Goldstein comes from, but no, it'd be the other way around.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: It might be Tracy Davis's parents, or possibly aunt and uncle. Who knows? Mm.
0: Uh, and so he, yeah, he's just wanting to check check in and then he wants (laughs) to do more than that Uh yeah
4: he doesn't she doesn't really know what she wants but she doesn't she doesn't want to throw it out there and start a big thing with slytherin and her family and such but they'll they'll keep going one day at a time and you know they can be friends who occasionally get the snug
3: (laughs) (laughs) friends with benefits yeah there you go like I thought friends with benefits went went a little further than snogging. Oh well. Yes, well,
4: this is a, a little earlier than that. And then she discovers that she doesn't really have too much time to be thinking and worrying about everything because homework is giant again. Yeah. And they have once again a new defense against the dark arts teacher.
3: How do they get them all?
0: And this one's a grandmotherly type. <laughs> and she doesn't look like she can do anything, Dark Arcs.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rabastan says, what's she going to do to the Dark Lord? Bake him cookies? And then he's flat on his back. <laughs> he's been <laughs> dark
3: side. we have cookies. Yeah.
0: That's the new teacher? Yep. And you don't want to mess with her. She's already laid Lestrange out like a first year. So. <laughs> This is Professor Summers, and you need to address her as such.
4: This was a crossover; she'd be related to Buffy, Mm -hmm. or possibly Scott, I suppose, depending on what you're crossing over with. What? Scott Summers is an X-Men.
3: Oh, Uh, (laughs) I was like Scott is referring to himself in third person.
2: (laughs) I'm like Scott.
3: (laughs) Superman.
0: Well, we always knew you were Superman, Scott. It's all right. Yeah. So, but this term is the happiest she's ever had at Hogwarts. And even though she's got a ton of homework and no privacy and the worries about what's going on outside school, she and Ted get to find time together. And even if it's just brushing hands underneath a desk or a quick kiss in an empty classroom, things are good. But. They're also at Hogwarts where nothing ever stays a secret. So. Of
3: course not. I mean, mm-hmm. for God's sake, people somehow figured out what happened to Harry in the Chamber of Secrets and the philosophers. I don't know how.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have an impression that that was actually referring to all of the rumors that are going around rather mm-hmm. than them actually having the right idea. But
3: yeah. No, but but Percy knew about McGonagall's chess set.
4: Oh, you're right. I, I don't know. Did they like publish results?
3: I don't know.
0: It's hard to know what happened down there. It's there was happening. a mirror. There was a magic mirror that everybody could see what was going on while it happened. Oh my! Could you imagine?
3: And oh my God!
4: Everybody's like, the third floor door is open. What's in there now?
3: It's 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 like the Truman Show, and everybody's watching Harry like fight Voldemort. Yeah, that's it. Oh my goodness. <laughs>
4: In that case Fudge would have had to admit things a little sooner, I think. <laughs> Could have worked out better, who knows.
3: My is not just a river in Egypt. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that would be funny if if uh, Harry does some big accidental magic thing and just panic and suddenly everything's being broadcast in the Great Hall. <laughs> <laughs> What's it's Professor so, Quirrell doing with the mirror? Wait a second—he's taking off his turban. What the? <laughs> yeah.
3: It's wizard vision. <laughs> dear. But apparently wizards tried to get on the television. So I'm assuming wizards have a television. I don't know. I'd like to know.
0: I don't know. I that don't sounds know like that a tweet. Is,
4: is, That's is a that tweet for Joe,
3: <laughs> dear Joe. Does
4: Wizarding I World, world seen have TV? Anything about television stuff? You uh, never know. <laughs>
0: We'll find out
4: at some point, someday. Anyhow, speaking of finding things out, Frank <laughs> has found out about her and Ted, of and course. comes running into the library and wants to know, you're actually going out with Andromeda Black? Um, Hi, over here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm here, you know.
4: Sirius Black has the biggest mouth in the universe.
0: <laughs> Are you insane? That family is completely batshit crazy. No offense. <laughs> and take it.
4: I'm sure in some cultures that's a compliment.
0: I don't know which one, but it, it, there is somewhere.
4: Yeah. I like this conversation. Do you not realize who her sister is? You have it a sister? To me conversationally. You have a sister? Well, those people wouldn't know. She's very quiet, nondescript, never draws attention to herself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you two think you're obviously funny.
4: <laughs> yeah.
0: But he's apparently warned him the first year not to get involved with his family, but Ted so didn't. So apparently,
4: Ted was being more obvious in the first year than um, than Andy noticed.
0: Well, he yeah, he asked who she was at the very beginning of the sorting. So, but Frank doesn't tell anybody, and then because Adrian Frank, for his friend's life. That's why.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Uh, he was interested in her because she was coming up to the sorting and everything was absolutely in place. She was uh, the the perfect girl mm-hmm. and everything, her robes were pressed and nothing was wrinkled. Her hair was everywhere. And she was talking like a member of parliament, doing yeah. all the pure blood deportment things. Of and course. But Frank doesn't actually say anything to anyone.
2: Nope. No.
0: And then Hadrian figures it out.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I saw you in the library with a boy. <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. that boy.
4: Yeah. Oh, so you saw me studying. Not unless studying involves kissing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not allowed to kiss people.
4: Yeah. Well, he's it's muggleborn. Dangerous to be kissing that guy.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is so reminiscent of Half-Blood Prince. But it's... Narcissa,
0: that really causes the trouble.
4: Oh dear. Andy, you were being stupid. Yeah. She has not entirely wrapped up in Lucius yet, and so she pays attention. Mm
0: -hmm. She says, I was waiting for you, and Andy says, Well, where were you? And Andy's like, I'm having a raging affair with the Minister of Magic. Don't tell anybody. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, well.
4: You've been acting strange and staying in the library all the time, and you're very distracted. And Narcissa knows it's that boy because I've seen you talking to him. I'm not telling Bella or mother just yet, Mm
2: -hmm. but
4: I'm expecting you to stop. So we move on to chapter 24. And unfortunately, for this holiday, they have a funeral to go to instead of Uh, balls and things.
1: This is where I'm going. (laughs) Okay. I'm calling it a night for me. Good night. Good night. Yeah, it is
4: pretty late for you, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's getting to
4: 11.30 for me. Yeah,
1: you you gotta go to work, so yeah, thank you. It was fun to have you
0: here tonight. Oh, Thank you. I'll talk to you guys,
1: I'll talk to you probably next week, hopefully. Sounds good, okay. Pat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sleep well. All right, night.
4: Night. So, yes, Chapter 24, unfortunately, begins with Uncle Alfred's funeral. Mm-hmm. Something with his heart, okay. apparently. Yeah. And Andy's very introspective about this, because you know Uncle Alfred seems to bend the rules and go off on his own, and he always he's just short of stepping over the line, but he always comes back
2: mm-hmm. And
0: here we get a little bit of of the back thing because in the previous chapters, we found out that he never married because somebody that he the person he loved married somebody else. And here mm-hmm. we have the funeral and she sees this person sitting outside, and she goes outside to see who it is.
4: And it's Mrs. Wilkes.
0: And it's Mrs. Wilkes. And
4: I get the impression that Andromeda, at this time, doesn't quite figure it out.
2: No, I don't but think she Mrs. does. Mrs. Wilkes
4: is just saying a few things. and Oh, well, we knew each other. We were in Slytherin, the same age. I mm-hmm. always thought he was lucky that he was always telling stories about traveling and seeing all sorts of things, and he got to go and do that, and... Yeah. I'm and as
2: thick
3: as Andromeda. I didn't cotton on either. <laughs> yeah,
4: he was. He got to do what he dreamed of, and he said, "We all we all make choices and have regrets." And then she just changes the subject and says, "I love my children, you know," and it describes them. Well, yeah, them.
0: it's because what she's and saying he is this here is woman that woman
4: who could have married Alfred. I and
0: would not. Uh, sh- yeah, because and that that ties in with the children thing, because she's mm-hmm. the one that he was in love with. And she married somebody else. And what she's saying is, I wouldn't trade my children. I, I kind of loved him too. And I'm regretting that I never, I didn't step outside my comfort zone and to be with him. But had I stepped outside my comfort zone, then I wouldn't have the children that I have.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And mm-hmm. so it all kind of ties in. And yeah, I'm sure that she's the one.
4: And Andromeda wants to know whether it's worth it to Mm -hmm. having her children and such. And she says, well, I can't say whether it's worth it for anyone else. And at this point I wouldn't give up Timothy and Annabelle, Mm -hmm. but um, if I'd made a different choice at that time, I would, my life would be different. So it's hard to say. And by the way, um, you're looking very beautiful at this point because you're in love. What? It's ridiculous. <laughs> yep. Oh, yes, it's the rambling of a dramatic old woman. Mm-hmm. Just ignore me, and yeah. uh, we should get back inside. And she points out that Alfred always said things have a way of working <laughs> out for the best, but sometimes... Okay. They don't just work out. You have to make things happen.
0: I just got attacked by the cat.
4: <laughs> oh, dear. Alex, what are you doing?
0: I, I have the back scratcher, and I was scratching my foot, and apparently the movement of the back scratcher uh, excited him, and he grabbed my foot and scared me out to death. <laughs> oh, dear. But he ran when I, when I made that sound, so he's halfway across the room looking at me like, what? What did I do? I thought it was funny because I was listening to this and it kept saying BR, BR. And I'm like, what is this BR thing? And then she finally says at the end that the, or I think it's maybe the next chapter, that the the breaks don't, didn't work on this chapter for some reason. And so mm. there's these random BRs that are supposed to be scene break, but I did not yeah. know that while I was listening.
3: Yeah, they they don't let you put in symbols anymore. So if you've got symbols as breaks, they don't show up when you load the chapter. So it's very confusing. Okay.
4: Mm-hmm. And it's suppo- it's supposed to be the um, HTML break, which she has in all the other ones, but the the actual HTML for that is HR. So mm-hmm. I think she just did it wrong in this chapter.
0: Well, she she had a computer Something. problem. And she switched computers, and so maybe something in the formatting is different between the comp- two computers. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, and it turns out, for this moment at least, having gone to Uncle Alfred's funeral has brought the sisters back closer together again, and
2: mm-hmm.
4: Bella's being her older uh, lovey-dovey self, and Andy's kind of finding it hard to remember that she's also doing other terrible things. The terrible Wants to accept that she's got her sister back.
0: Yeah. And Sissy wants to know if Andy's ever been in love. And she says, of course. Remember? I'm having an affair with the Minister of Magic.
4: <laughs> yeah. And um, Bella says, oh, so love is just for fairy tales. Mm-hmm. And Narcissa says, what about Rodolphus? He says, well, I respect him. I like him. I'm attracted to him. But I wouldn't say I love him. Because to Bella, that means you'd do anything for someone. Right. And, She's not going to give that up. No. Andy thinks, no, no, you do love him. And Bella's like, oh, you suddenly believe in true love now. And her sister's going to be, well, actually. And uh, fortunately, Andy manages to interrupt her.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen the way you look at him. And she's Bella's like, that's just sex. <laughs> Bella's back in her own room. They all fell asleep together, but Bella's snuck back in and... Andy goes in to see what's going on, and Bella calls her over and says, Come here, I want to show you something. And there's, like, this magic going on, and she goes over, and Bella has found something in Uncle Alfred's things.
4: It's a little silver basin six inches across with some shapes and things on it. Mm -hmm. And Bella wants to see what it does if you put some blood on it. So she says, Give me your hand, and slices Andy's hand open.
3: How very Divergent, or I mean, um, oh, what's the name of that series? I
4: don't know. Yeah, it is
3: the Divergent trilogy. Is it the Divergent? Well,
0: I wonder, I mean, she says here that he's disabled it, but I wonder if... It's a pensive? Well, I thought that at first, but I think it was some sort of way to tie the two sisters together. I think she was trying to somehow make it so that Andy couldn't leave. And oh, you mean what Bella was doing? I that's see what, what Bella saying. was doing. Bella, because yeah. whatever happens, you know, whatever was supposed to happen doesn't happen. It
4: doesn't and- work. It was just a flash of light, and they both get pushed away from the bowl.
3: Mm-hmm. Unless it really is a pensive, and she just doesn't know what it is. Which is possible, because mm. I thought it was a pensive at first. That's
4: what the description reminded me of, but it's hard to say.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And Andy's had enough, basically. Mm-hmm. You can't be doing this stuff. I'm not going to be involved in this. And just one, she walks out and slams the door. And she wishes it was a bad dream, but there's this cut on her hand.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And Hadrian comes over and asks if there's something wrong, and she says nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, don't start that. I get enough of that for my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. I ask Abby what's wrong. She says nothing in that particular way. And I have to understand that something is wrong and it's my fault. And I would better start guessing what it is I did to piss her off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it has nothing to do with you. Is it that boy? No. For once,
3: no.
4: Yeah. So. And he's kind of not so sure about this either. Like, he likes Ted and he thinks they, uh, she, he knows how she feels about him, but he thinks it's too much trouble to go to. She should should try and find somebody who's not quite so different from her. But um, then she's kind of quiet. It's like, oh, you're actually in love with him, aren't you? (laughs) She says, I don't know.
0: Well, that's a whole different problem there.
4: Yeah. And then we're back to, looks like we went back to Grimmel Place. And Aunt Walberga and their father are having an argument about Mm -hmm. Sirius getting Money from the will,
0: right? Mm -hmm. And she's gonna take him off the family tree.
4: Cygnus says it doesn't matter. You know, Alfred's dead. You shouldn't just take him off just because of your pride. Mm -hmm. But
3: someone has family honor,
0: and Mm -hmm. so Andy has to get out out of the house.
4: Yeah, and she goes to see Ted.
0: Yep, she goes to Ted's, and he pulls her inside and wants to know what's wrong. And she says, "Well, my uncle died," and. Then this happened, and Bella's being scary, and all of that stuff. And
4: and, and Sissy knows, and she's going to tell, and it's like, um you're stringing together words that don't make sense. Um.
3: Andy, I have no idea what you're talking about, but it's okay.
4: Yeah. I'll go make some tea. That's what Mom does all the time. It reminds me of Ron. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and basically... She, she tells him, and he says, you know, your sister's kind of scary. And he says, and you forgive her way too much. And mm. she takes offense of that. So he's trying to, you know.
4: Yeah. Well, first, before that happens, she's decided, you know, she's. Wants to make him understand how she feels, and she starts kissing him.
3: She wants a lot. to turn this into a hurt comfort fic, but uh, he's not having yeah. any of it. And
4: he says, "This isn't a good idea right now. You're doing this because you're mad at your family, and that's not what I want us to be about." Right. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. says, "We'll we'll figure it out. We'll get there."
0: And how come you know you need to tell somebody about Bella? And she's like, "I can't tell somebody. She'll get in trouble." That's the whole point. <laughs> But she's my sister. She could have hurt you. Well, no, she'd never really try to hurt me. It's uh. dark magic, and yeah, she would have.
4: So, mm-hmm. and she just says you don't understand because it's Bella, and she just can't deal with that. Not yet. And then she goes back, and Narcissa knows where she's gone.
0: Mm-hmm. And, she and says, she's going to tell. I'm telling. Good damn. And we move on to our last chapter.
4: Threats. Threats. Dun, dun dun dun. Dun dun
0: And she's caught somebody out of bounds. And he's yeah. like, It's not that late. And she says, It's not my fault you didn't do your homework when you were supposed to. And I'm going to, you know, taking points and you need to get back to where you belong. And he's like, Well, what about those things that Rabastin's saying about you? Rabastin is saying about you. And She's like, what are you talking about? Well, that you're mm-hmm. hanging around with the wrong sorts of people. And
4: hmm He'd seen you being friendly. And, uh, and your and cousin was already turned out wrong. So.
0: Yeah. So maybe you're a blood traitor, too.
4: Yeah. And he says, well, it didn't really seem like anyone believed him. And she says, eh, i not known for insight. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. back in the common room. Don't sneak out again or I'll take 100 points.
0: <laughs> Which is apparently a good threat. So she decides then- that she's going to have to uh, have a little talk with him and remind him what might happen if he starts rumors about Bella's sister. Mm-hmm. And Bella is waiting for her.
4: Yeah. And Narcissa and- sister has told.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. She didn't tell her parents because she knows that that's not going to do it. She's told Bella. And Bella is like... You have to give him up. You can't. I'm not gonna let you become a blood trader. I'm not gonna let you do this to our family. I'm not giving you up. And and he's like, you know, this that's not what it is. And it's none of your business who I'm friends with. And Bella says, I'll kill him. If you make him if you keep doing this, I'll kill him and I will end it. And she believes her. Of course. I'd believe her too. Mm-hmm. And now Andy can't sleep. She doesn't know what to do. She and Ted haven't really talked since she stormed out on him the other day or, you know, during the holidays. Mm-hmm. And she's not sure what to do. She can tell him, but if she tells him, he'll just blow it off. And he might not think that Bella's capable, but Andy knows what Bella is capable of.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So she's going to have to tell him that it's something she wants. She doesn't want to be hanging around him
4: anymore. No. They finally run into each other again. And he wants to know if she'll skip ancient runes with him.
0: hmm <laughs> <laughs> And so they go for a walk around the lake and talk. And she... And she
4: she apologizes for walking out on him. hmm But then she says, this can't work. We were stupid to think it would work.
0: Yeah. And I'm going to have to... You know, walk away from you.
4: So I can't walk away from my family, and that's what it would take.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And he says, I'll respect you, Andy, and I'll respect your wishes, but I don't quite believe them. She can't look at him. She just has to walk
4: away. And then Sirius comes to talk to her about it and tells her she's an idiot.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> and She wonders why Ted would have told him, and she says he didn't. And Marlene asked him straight out, and then she told Sirius. Mm-hmm. And okay. she says, look, Sirius, you can't fix this. And then she has to talk with Narcissa, and she apologizes for telling Bella.
0: Yeah, she's not quite ready to forgive her yet, but she's not going to. Uh, she, she just <laughs> ignores her and gives her the silent treatment.
4: She's had a very dramatic birthday.
0: It's been a bad
2: day.
4: Yep. So she just tries to focus on classes. Mm-hmm. And then Bella runs into a mudblood again, or vice versa. Mm.
0: Yeah, and this time it's a first-year girl. And she starts going off on her, and Ted interrupts and gives Bella another target. And Andy freaks out, because Andy knows that giving Bella Ted as a target is not a good thing.
4: Mm -hmm. But then fortunately, Dumbledore comes along. Yes. And so they... He wants to know, is there a problem No, no.
0: not at all. (laughs) Never. It's a good thing it was Dumbledore because Dumbledore is about the only teacher that she still has a a little bit of a chance to listen to. She doesn't respect him, but she at least listens to him.
4: Mm -hmm. There's all those rumors about him backing down Mm you-know-who.
0: And so Andy and Ted start a discussion right outside of defense class, and they're having a little bit of a chat when Professor Summers interrupts them and gives them detention for being late to class
4: <laughs> yeah and they're just so he keeps looking at her all day
0: and you know she's she feels bad that he's angry but she thinks that what she's said is justified and that you know painting a target on his back for Bella is not a good thing no
4: mm-hmm. and then Rabastan and Mulsabur are having a conversation
0: Hmm. Yeah, she's behind him, and he—he's going to curse Black.
4: He's—he's he's going to teach Ted a lesson. Yeah, about Ted. Bella. Yeah. And she tackles him.
0: <laughs> he's five inches taller and fifty pounds heavier, but I got him completely by surprise, and I slammed him up against the wall, and I had his my wand in his rib cage, and yeah. you know, mm-hmm. do not interfere with the affairs of my family. And if I ever hear you talk about me again, I will have your blood. And she looks enough like Bella to be scary. So, mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> and she scares Marlene
3: too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everybody's scared of her now.
0: Mm-hmm. And she's got, she's you know muttering to herself,
3: "Idiot," as
0: she walks towards detention. And she has a a, a young Beau who really has decided that he, she ought to be his. And she just puts up with him because he's just this young pup and she thinks he's kind of funny, but.
4: Well, this is the kid that she'd, uh, threatened to take a hundred points away from earlier. And he's just kind of following her around and, uh, saying, Oh, it's your muggle born friend that's an idiot then, is it? Yeah, he's pretty cool standing up to your family and all. If you don't marry me, uh, you should marry him. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Oh great, I'm getting romantic advice for a thirteen year old.
0: <laughs> uh, and they go in for detention and, and uh Miss Summers is like I should I don't want to waste your time, but you're wasting my time.
3: And what do you mean they're wasting her time? time? She can grade papers.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: No, they, they wasted her time earlier by being late to class. No, yeah, no, that I was suppose. It. Yes. So she sets them to filing basically. Mm-hmm. Which is what we're having our summer student do most of uh, so far.
0: Of course you are. (laughs) It's It's always a good thing. Mm -hmm. But she has to leave and she says, you know, I really hope that I can leave and not have you guys at each other's throats. And she walks out and the two of them start talking. Yeah. And they pretty much make up. And, And Andy finally tells him, Bella said she'd kill you. And he starts to say, I can take care of myself. And she says, no, you can't. I can't, you know, go up against Bella. And I know her a whole lot more than you do. You could not do this. And I can't change who I am. And he says, I'm not asking you. I'm asking you to take a risk. And they start snogging. And the teacher walks back in on them and says, this is not what I had in mind when I said, don't be at each other's throats. But she's not very angry at him.
4: So that's we're gonna where we're going to wrap things up for tonight. This
0: this podcast, yeah. yeah. Har har har. So we're getting to see the splits, the little tiny cracks that are gonna pull this family apart.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, is a scary, scary seventeen-year-old.
0: Yes, she <laughs> is very scary, and Narcissus is a little witch. Yeah, well, we knew that. <laughs> you know, want, wanting to see the family torn apart either and not
4: mm-hmm. not she just wants to get them all back on the same side again
0: mm-hmm. respecting Andy enough to let Andy make her own choices
3: and yet some 20 years later she betrays Voldemort I mean mm-hmm.
4: yeah well she's got a kid by then
3: yeah <laughs> yeah that's true understands a little bit
0: more about family at that point
4: point.
0: Mm-hmm. and Ted's teaching Andy about music
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. And
0: yellow submarines.
3: We all live in a yellow submarine.
4: We have our own version of that.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do.
4: <laughs> I have that one somewhere.
0: Badgerden.
4: Yep. Yeah. Aaron did a pretty good job on that. You
0: know. Yeah, it's it's sad to see the family coming apart like this. But at the same time, we knew it was inevitable from the very beginning.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah,
0: and it's
4: not that way, but it's it's still it's still interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wish it wasn't happening. I I would like it'd be nice if um, the Slytherin wrote the AU version where they're all happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but
3: <laughs> yeah, well, well whose definition of happy?
4: Yeah. yeah. Where Bella doesn't go insane? I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know that that's possible.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Although she's not quite as insane as she's going to be once she spends time in Azkaban. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, yeah, that's not going to be good for anybody. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's sad to watch this fall apart. I mean, we've seen, the, there's so much that happened in these chapters. We have serious breaking with the family and getting burned off the family tree we have uncle alfred dying and we've spent quite a bit of time with him you know he's mm-hmm. we've kind and of then he got burned off the family he tree. gets burned off the family tree mm-hmm. and we've got bella doing more and more crazy stuff and and at this point killing and and stuff like that and we didn't mention that she was covered in blood when she came in through andromeda's window the night mm-hmm. that uh What's his name? Rebastian was asking if she was okay. Mm -hmm. So we know she's doing things that are not very nice. No, bad. And we've got Narcissa who's wrapped up in Lucius. He he's, I love him. He's smart enough to know that he's too old for her while she's still school age. So he has to, but he doesn't want her to get with other guys. So he's sort of always in the background just letting her know that he's there but not um
4: Mm -hmm. he's just being friendly at this point Mm -hmm.
0: yeah going for
4: walks and things
0: he's there and she only really has eyes for him
4: but unfortunately she has eyes for enough else that she figured out what was going on with Andy Mm
2: -hmm.
4: it's hard to say like even if, we, if you tried to do a, an AU thing with this, it would probably have to be fairly contrived. Because, I mean, even if your AU point is that Voldemort isn't there, mm-hmm. then there'd be less to drag Bella down to doing crazy stuff. She'd probably stay doing more research kind of things. Mm-hmm. But the family unless, is still, unless... you know, really into the pure blood thing. And it wouldn't be the done thing for Andromeda to go out with this muggle-born kid. Um, Unless so Bella turns it's hard into to the see how anything next, would change that much.
3: Yeah. Unless Bella turns into the next
4: dark, dark lord lady. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Which,
3: which, admittedly, is sounds much more frightening mm-hmm. than having Voldemort.
4: You have one hour. Yeah. Depends yeah. on which Voldemort. Some that's, of them are as crazy as that. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, well, it's tough to read, but it's a good story. It is
0: a good story, mm-hmm. and it's 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 not fun, but it's neat to be able to you know watch how this is happening. I've always really enjoyed Andromeda, mm-hmm. and it's neat to be able to kind of get this insight into her background. Totally. So, and we know that in the next few chapters, we're going to find out what happens and how she does end up with Ted. And the mm-hmm. author has already said that it's not going any further than that. It's just the story of Andromeda yeah, and only her going sisters.
4: Yeah. That's still yeah. a fair amount. I mean, there's how many chapters do we have here? It's a, it goes to 31 it's or 32. 31.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. So one more podcast probably. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how things tie up. It doesn't At this point, it doesn't look like there's any way they can, but eventually they have to.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Tune in next time and find out how it all wraps up. Mm -hmm. And we hope that you will tune in with us.
4: This has been a keen observer episode four. Yes.
0: Sounds about right. We added an extra episode or an extra podcast in here because it got to be too long.
4: It got longer as it went. (laughs) Which kind of happens with stories. You start writing them and then the the chapter lengths kind of take off a little bit. Mm -hmm. Definitely looking forward to seeing how this works out.
2: So. Mm-hmm. yeah,
0: it's a good story. It really is, and it's it, it's a good read just because it's fun it, it's fun is still not the right word, but it I like seeing how it's all gonna turn out.
3: Mm-hmm. So now we just need one from Bella's point of view. There you
0: go.
4: That would be scary. Yeah, that would be. Uh, well. Yeah. I think there actually is one. Let's see. There are a couple of one-shots that she's written that are from Bella's point of view.
2: Mm. Not
4: necessarily yep. from this universe, but... Um,
3: yeah, I've read still. those. Well,
4: oh. uh, I guess that will bring our podcast to an end for the night. We've sort of been rambling around that for a mm. little bit here.
0: <laughs> As usual.
2: So we'll have usual. to
4: say. Good night, everybody.
0: Good Night.
4: Night. So hold on to the wonder that those books
2: brought to our lives.
3: Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night.